Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, people, you know that sound. It is the unfiltered band. It means, yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming your way. Here and now, officially, this will go down as episode number 123. It is, most importantly, the 10th installment of my LifePod series. This one entitled The Journey. Not, you know, don't stop believing in, you know, the music. Although that stuff's great. But we're talking about, like, the journey as in life. Because it's a life pod. Let's get at it. Episode 123, underway. And here we go, indeed. Thank you, Unfiltered Band. Jump on board the Unfiltered Revolution at any time. Getting on board at Casey Stern on Twitter. Jump into the bio. You'll see my YouTube channel information there. You can get that or find me on YouTube uh, at Believe's channel as well. That's B-L-E-A-V. We'll have a lot on the uh, baseball side coming up as I'll uh, look ahead to free agency. We'll do position by position. I've got some guests coming up next week, including Carlos Pena on Monday to start things off. Got a lot of NBA and some stuff in uh, irons in the fire with that and also some NHL still to come. But, you know, I've, I've found a lot of importance in doing this LifePod series because, and I've talked about this before, if it's the first one to hear this and I hope you go back and enjoy the rest of it. That you know, I have leaned on at different points in my life, especially in the last year and a half, two years, on other things and people I, I don't know and stories that have resonated with me and you know, stories on online and, and streaming and YouTube and, and different podcasts and you know, people who have gone through different stories and, and life-changing moments and things that have you know resonated for one way or another to me. And, you know, in some of those, and I jot things down and I'm big on quotes, as anybody who knows me knows, you know, some of those, you know, I watch 45 minutes and just like two things will stand out to me and I'll, I'll write them down and they just kind of stick with me and they're like forever ingrained up in here. And yeah, I, I hope to, you know, reach out to people that way. I just, you know, I want to be more impactful than just, you know, talking about a bunch of sports. Yeah, you know, that stuff's great. It's a, it's a huge part of my life. I'm going to talk about it here in this pod a little bit. But it's something that no matter what you do in life or who you are, we all can learn from each other. We all can empower each other. And we're not in a point right now in the world, which I'll get into here to get going with this in a second, where we're feeling that way. I don't think as people generally. So, you know, to kind of do that, it's important to me. And, and I will say, I always say this in every life pod series, but I mean this. I mean, I, I jot in there, there are some scribble notes of, of things, you know, that I wanted to kind of, you know, hit on. Some I may, some I may not even get to. But not much preparation. I, I actually think just to kind of bring you behind the scenes, you know, it when you do this on, uh, I use this through Restream. What's up, Restream? Uh, and they do three, two, one record and you're going right when I don't do this live with like this is live to tape. And. Yeah, I'm like, am I am I prepared? Am I ready? You know, it's not sports. I'm at life and I kind of don't want to be. I'm just going to, you know, shoot from the hip a little bit and from the heart and, you know, reach out to, you know, some of the stories and, and things that I've learned from. And, and hopefully some of those will kind of resonate and. Then I love learning from other people. I mean, I've said this before, and I've shared a couple of them without giving names, and those people have reached out and, and um, you know, have been kind enough to say that it meant something to them, and I appreciate that, that they listen. But, you know, to me, 
you know, the fact that anybody can be, you know, touched by somebody that they don't know, but they think they, they have a kinship with just from, you know, whether you, you listen to somebody on radio or in my case with some of the people I've watched, you know, watch people on TV or, you know, actors and entertainers and, and different folks who have gone through different stories and, and, you know, from all walks of life, it's real meaningful stuff. And, you know, hopefully we can get some of that out here today. And, and obviously please share your stories with me. You can DM me at Casey Stern to reach out. However, you know, comments here at the YouTube channel, if you're watching that way, or if you're on Spotify, Apple, anywhere you get your podcast, you can reach out to me on Twitter. We always say, and we are thankful that our good friends at bet online are always presenting us here at unfiltered in this episode, one twenty three, no different basketball. Bet Alive remains your numbers for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Your continued source for all your sports wagering information. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events. Whether it's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf, head over to betonline.ag to join. That's betonline.ag. Get your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V to receive your rewards. It's Bet Online where the game starts as we get started here. And, you know, we are a time period, and I don't get into politics. I'm not, not into politics. And when I say that, some people say, well, that's stupid, that you care about what happens to your country, and I do. Uh, but, you know, then I, I very, maybe naively, but just being real with you, I care what happens to my family. I'm not really, you know, thinking on a grand scale, usually on a day in day basis. I try not to get involved, and especially not with sports. And I'm not going to here either. But one thing that, you know, happens when you get to a time period, especially in the world that we're in now, this week especially, everyone's divided. Everybody's, you know, talking shit to each other. You're stupid. That's stupid. He's stupid. She's stupid. They're stupid. How stupid. And we're all divided. You watch the Kyrie Irving situation develop, and, you know, it's, you know, you know, it angers you in some ways, and then in most of the ways, it's just sad. It's sad that we're at a point where somebody who can use their voice at such a great level is, you know, going through something to the point where, and I look at it this way, they they really just don't understand. And they need guidance and need education, and that's what it should be about. And I don't mean education like learning how to read. I mean education on hey, why, why the things you're saying can hurt people, what they're doing to other people, what the reaction is, why the reaction is that way. And to, to have a better understanding, you want us to understand you, which is always, for example, in, you know, internally for him, seemingly something he brings up all the time. Well, you know, you're your own person. Well, so are the people who are getting hurt by what you're doing. But it's all, it's all division and derisive and everybody kind of you know, separated. And it's a lot of hate. And people are angry. You know, one thing I've realized, and I talk about this in these life pods, you know, before, but I'm going to get into it much, much deeper in this episode. And I'll probably go deeper in this episode than I have in the past. At least, you know, I'm, I'm expecting to maybe have to. But I, I think, you know, one of the things that we all need to try and do is realize that we're all fallible. We all make mistakes and we all have, you know, issues and we all have our own things. Right. But it's about being tomorrow than we were today and hoping that we close today better than we were yesterday. And that's a bunch of BS if you don't actually live and, and do it. And I spent you know times in my life where I said it and and probably felt it, but didn't act that way enough. 
And, you know, I kind of carry my life every day that way now. You know, I'm sitting there and, and you know, I'm, 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 I'm daily dressed in like things for my kids. I've got this bracelet that my, my daughter made me, which I wear in every episode, which she wrote. I don't know if she, I don't know if this was like a saying if, for my daughter about like, you know, how she was, you know, the one in, in, in all of us, uh, but the stern, which is what she said of her name. That's what she put in there. But I, I wear it. Even though I think she was talking about herself, I wear it. And this one here, my my son had a a snap bracelet that which those used to be really date. These are are made better. I know they got banned when I was in school, and they had like all the Bart Simpson. I remember back in the day, the Cowabunga dude, and all that other kind of stuff. And these snap bracelets. His is a ruler on one side. It's a very cute, classy. But of course, I'm artsy, or at least pretend to be. So I, I turned around the other way. Because he was wasting it, and I was like, okay, I'll turn it into something. And it says strength, faith, and healing, and then has all of our names. And, you know, to me, these are things I try and kind of, you know, even wear as kind of reminders. So no matter where I am or what I'm doing every day, there's always a constant reminder, like there are the pictures in the background here, of, you know, what I'm, what I'm here for. And that's to be an example for my kids and to be a, a – be a good dad, not to be some superhero, not to have some cape, not to be perfect, but to show them that life can be fallible, that life is not easy, that there are things that are going to happen that go wrong. I posted on Twitter yesterday, my, my daughter was, you know, she was freaking out, um, which she, she tends to, um, you know, make, uh, you know, grandiose things that have, have small things as many seven-year-old girls will do or people will do at that age. Um, and she's very upset that the ink blotted all over her sweatshirt. So, you know, I wanted to kind of teach her a lesson. And instead of sitting her down and kind of, you know, telling her how you got to take bad moments and, you know, try and turn them upside down, make chicken salad out of chicken shit and all of that. Yeah, I, I sat there and I, we got all of our markers together and I said, how can we fix this? And you can go on my Twitter at Casey Stern and you could see, I mean, I don't know how well we did, but she's excited. I didn't have a tie-dye machine. She was asking me, can we go get one? And it was, you know, wasn't going to happen. So we were our own tie-dye machine and kind of made our own hypercolor sweatshirt out of it. Um, but just the lesson being, and one that I try and teach myself every day about how, you know, things are, are going to, are going to hit you in certain ways and, and they're going to be unexpected. And sometimes they're going to be unfair. Most of the time they are in life. And you got to, you know, it's, it's, not to do it, you know, quote anything from Rocky Five because of the, you know, the movie that that was. But, you know, he says you get knocked down seven times. You just, you know, it's not about getting knocked down. It, it's, you know, how fast you get up, not how hard you get knocked down, right? How fast you get up. And all of us live that in different ways. And I think, you know, it comes down to, you know, finding a way to be grateful and to find, you know, there's a, a book that I love. That my kids always, I read with them, you know, called Grow Grateful. And, it's about finding a way to do that. And I didn't really, you know, handle that way until I got into my forties when things happened to me where I had to kind of learn to do that. You know, I was, you know, somebody who, because I dealt with self-esteem issues so much as a kid, once I became, you know, you know, famous, I made it in this that I've been pushing towards for, geez, so long. Nobody really believed that I would do it. Nobody thought I could make it. And you know, I was on some reality show and I you know, had to get out of college and, and not follow it and pursue it. And, you know, I'm sitting there and, you know, 
doing all kinds of different you know levels of sales while everybody else was kind of getting into it and and I was way behind the eight ball and it never was going to happen for me and you know finding a way to kind of follow that dream and and to to make it you know a lot of my life became about making it it, it became that goal to get there and then after that it became you know hey look you know I wasn't you know, being laughed at, I wasn't being poked fun at, I wasn't being insulted. I was, I was being lauded and applauded and, and praised and people were listening to what I said. And, and it became like some ego trip for me, you know, every day. It, and, you know, a lot of it in a good way where it was heartfelt that, and it truly was you know, humbled by it. But at the same time, you know, when you're being honest now, kind of looking back at it, it was, it was the only, you know, without a mic, I was, the same insecure person I always was. And with a mic, I was secure and, and, you know, felt like that was like my armor. That was my cape, you know, not being a dad, but being a talk show host, you know, being in sports, knowing that I was good at what I did, you know? And, you know, we all go through things in life that are this way. And, you know, one of the, the lessons that I've, I've learned the hard way is that at the end of the day, you have to you have to be loyal to yourself, but you also have to be honest with yourself. And, you know, I know a lot of people in my life who have not done that. And, you know, it's unfortunate because I pray, you know, I didn't used to be really very spiritual, but I, I have become that the last year and a half. And you know, I often pray for the healing of other people that, you know, just have not healed themselves and, you know, are still in life and we see it all the time in people we don't even know. And I know it in my life and people I do know that are still more concerned with hurting other people than they are helping themselves or being honest with themselves. And for a long time, I think I masked, you know, how I felt as a human being when I was off the air because of just how great I felt when I was on the air. And, you know, everything changed when I became a father because you know, I, I, I've talked about this you know, publicly before and it's, you know, not any kind of secret. It came out many years ago, but you know, I had this, this job in front of me that was the dream job of my life. Like if you would have asked me when I was five specifically, it would have been literally the dream job I would have wanted more than anything else specifically in the world. It's like somebody saying you want to be an astronaut, then you're an astronaut and even more so more specific than just being in this business. And I, I turned it down because I wanted to, be around my son after he was born and not be traveling the first six months of his life. It's the best decision I ever made, but it was kind of the beginning of when things altered for me in my late thirties. And I realized just how much the importance and the priorities in life were, were shifting. But one of the things that you know, I hope will resonate with people who go through, you know, a, when you're living with a, a, an ego that's real. It's because you feel good about who you are. You feel good about what you're doing. You feel good about the impact you're making. You know, I, you, you feel good. You know, I, I feel that way now making lunches for my kids for school and doing school projects and things of that nature. Right. I wasn't feeling that years ago. I was feeling that only when I was on the air. And when you go through that kind of like what I would call like an ego death and that, what you're kind of clinging on to is taken from you. You're really kind of brought back to the beginning and you're faced with only who you are, not who you are as, 
you know, whether you're an actor, an entertainer, if you know, those of you who are who are listening, or you're a writer and you hide behind that, or you know, you're you're a lawyer and and you know, that's kind of your moment in that courtroom, or you know, whatever your 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 spot is, you know, you're a musician, whatever whatever you do, you know, it doesn't you can have the most mundane job in the world. There's something somewhere in your life. Maybe it's how you are with men or with women, or you know, or uh, you know, how how you're perceived or how you look. There's something there that's that's that armor for you. Right. And for me, that was torn off. And, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the, the faults were not my own, but it doesn't matter when it happens to you. There you are. You know, I, I got no problem. I'm always very honest with everybody. And it's like, you know, I, I feel the reason to do that, you know, just to kind of explain that for a second is you can tell when you watch, and I've gotten into podcasts a lot the last year and a half. I've talked about that as I've kind of steered away from music a bit. And which used to be every space for years, like probably decades of my life, every space was filled with music, always in my ears, in a car, everywhere. It was singing in a shower, singing anywhere, every, everywhere filled with music. And now it's kind of with you know podcasts and stories about people. And, and that's kind of where I resonate to. And you can tell when somebody is talking about something and when somebody is talking through something with you and I don't want to be the about something person, you know, that's, that's why it's like, you know, there, there's some things I, I won't share, shouldn't share, can't share, but whatever I, I can, I will about at least, you know, for me, things that I've gone through because I, I want people to understand it. Like the whole point of like what I have found in the last year and a half to two years is how much, that people's stories can can lift you because you know you know you're not alone. You know you're not the only one who's been through that. Yeah, I wrote down here as part of the journey. <laughs> I I wrote down yeah and, and I I laugh cuz sometimes you laugh through pain. 2019, 2020. Yeah, you know, I'm sitting there in October's, you know, doing television for the postseason, doing radio for the World Series, getting ready then to turn around and and in the midst, you know, sometimes doing both, you know, working doubles, doing the NBA, and getting ready to host the NCAA tournament. And everything that I had gone for in my life, and I worked very hard, very hard, but everything I had gone for in my life and wanted to do and then busted my ass once that door, you know, knocked open because opportunity knocks, what people don't tell you is, is you got to break the door down. And I did. And I did it on my own. Yeah, you, know, you know, the first job I had was, you know, out of dream job was you know, doing voiceovers for America online. Like nobody even, you know, di that didn't mean much. Right. And while, you know, I didn't get to necessarily every goal I ever wanted to hit. I achieved and I earned and I, I deserved from that because, you know, just like, you know, respect, success is earned. It's not given. And I, and I, I earned it. And I, and I got it at the highest level. And then I'm sitting here and now we're in early November. So I guess, you know, November unfiltered. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts, please sponsor me. But I'm, I'm sitting here, there it is, there it is. But I'm sitting here in October, and I think I, re I remember one, one day, because <laughs> I did shows every day, so we, it, these great shows, and I had a lot of fun doing them. 
And I've been busting my ass, you know, trying to put this pod together and to build it and to, you know, kind of recenter myself in this industry. And, you know, it's, you know, I, I feel in a lot of ways like I'm, you know, having to do some, which is unfortunate because it's, you know, in a lot of ways it's, it is unfair, but that's life. But this kind of like this, you know, Ricky Rourke, Downey Jr., some kind of arc, like from an entertainment standpoint. And it's like, you know, I'm like, you know, how am I here? Why am I here? And, and what am I having to do here? Right. How am I going to do it? And busting my ass every day. And you see me putting out all these podcasts. I'm getting all these guests and, you know, doing what I can to get sponsors and, you know, trying to get a job. I'm still a free agent. But I sat there at one point, I remember, and I was exhausted. It was one of these, like, there was a, a late postseason game and, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, took care of the kids in the morning and then went back into prep for the show and, and went out and put one, up, put one of the shows out. I was proud of it. And it went well. I don't even remember which one it was specifically, but in the last couple of weeks. And I looked up at, you know, now downloads, I've learned about podcasts because I'm, you know, you know, where, you know, knock on wood, luckily, you know, we, we've done fairly well in what's a you know pretty new podcast. But when you're doing a live TV show, they don't shout the numbers at you. You're not looking at them on the screen. So when you're at the NCAA tournament and you're doing it in front of 24 million people or whatever the hell it is, like it doesn't say that, you know, probably would scare you more than it already does that you're doing that kind of a thing that size. If it was up on the bottom of the screen, like a lower third graphic, there are now 23 million and 3,000, you know, all that kind of, right? But I looked up and there were 18 people watching. And it was in like the last five minutes of the show. And I remember thinking to myself, and it was, it's, you have a, like a lot of thoughts in like a one minute moment. But I remember thinking to myself, in a minute, while I was talking, doing an interview, how am I here? Is this real? Is this going to work? Can I really do this? Why'd this happen to me? Feeling sorry for myself, all those sorts of things, right? And then I got done with the show, and I sat there, and I, I watched it back. I was proud of what I did. And I shook it off. And I went back the next day and did another one. Now we're 123 deep episodes. This will be 123. That stuff's not easy. That's, that's not easy. It's not easy mentally. It's not easy emotionally. It's not. But one of the things that I've learned in this process that I've gone through over the last year, year and a half, is that the journey that I'm on, I don't know what the destination is. I don't know if it's in this career path or not. I don't know if it's just as a father I don't know if it's both. I don't know what it leads to. I don't know where it leads to. But I've accepted and embraced. And that's an important word because accepted is hard. Then embraced is when you know you're moving towards positive. That this is my journey. And that's why I share and that's why I'm honest. And that's why I'm more honest than people would be. About three months ago, three, four months ago, I was selling supplies to gas stations in the local area here in Atlanta just to make money so that I can do the things I need to do to be the dad I need to be while I'm trying to rebuild this career that I'm trying to rebuild. 
that's real life. And that's real life shit. Nobody would admit that. But to me, that's that's the difference between talking about something and going through it, right? And learning. And that's like, you know, I watched a podcast yesterday that blew my mind. I watched it twice. It was an hour and a half, and I watched it twice. Blew my mind. And the person had gone through such pain and had come out the other side. And I remember sitting there thinking, well, geez, compared to what I went through, I ain't gone through anything. Sometimes we need other stories to kind of lift us up and to understand that we keep pushing. And, you know, for me, you know, two things that always do it are one, being a dad, and two, because I'm, I'm, I'm being loyal to myself for the first time in probably my whole life. You know, one of the things that I wrote down here was, you know, waiting. I spent a large part of time, a large portion of time waiting, waiting for calls that never came, apologies that never came, reconciliations that never came, resolution that never came. You know, some revelation from people who had wronged me that that they would be sorry for what they did. And it never, never came. And I wasted a lot of time waiting. Sadness, emptiness, loneliness, just waiting, 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 waiting. No, you don't understand. It'll be, t and, you know, being totally honest with you, as recently as like a week ago, I had a conversation where I got yelled at by somebody, what I, what I call, uh, and I tweeted about this the other day, you know, I say my people, like your people are the people who I always go through the Oprah thing with you guys and talk about like, you know, riding the, you know, the people who ride with you on the bus when the limo breaks down. Your people are the people who don't care that you can't buy them anything. They don't care if you're famous. They don't care if you matter outside of how you matter to them. They don't care about anything except who you are and about you. And they never waver. Those are your people. Our kids are always like that. It's why you'll always hear athletes, and certainly much more so than anything that you know I did for a living. But you, know, you always hear athletes talk about, you know, hey, and then I, I get home, and like they don't care whether or not, you know. I remember talking to Lorenzo Cain after he had a child, and it was like a different person on the field. Fred Van Fleet uh, talking to him on set right after they won the the championship, and he, I don't think he missed a three like the whole series after he had his first child, and talking to him about that, and all these, it, it's like. And I understand it. it's like, what does a three, two count in the ninth inning matter if you got kids and they don't care whether they get a hit? It doesn't matter. You get home, they get their arms wide open and they're in there. I just made like a really accidental. I think that was a Creed reference. It should never have done it. Arms wide open. Is that Creed? Nickelback? One of those. But they don't care, right? So it's like you got to realize at some point that your people are the people who are with you when no matter what is happening, they're right there. They don't waver. They know who you are. They see you. You know, nowadays, the only times that I, you know, really get emotional are when I feel like I somebody sees me or I'm watching something where I see 
connection with people because it's so, so important. And I literally had somebody yell at me last week when I was still apologizing for other people who had done terrible things to me in my life and saying, hey, look, you know, but you don't understand, like, there's, there's something, they, they just don't see it. They don't, it'll, you know, it'll come. They don't, they don't mean to do this. They don't understand what the impact, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, but all, all sorts of those, that whole train of thought. And I yelled at. You're an idiot. You're still an idiot. There are bad people in the world. There are people who aren't going to care how you feel. There are people who aren't going to care who you are. There are people who aren't going to care about your kids, who aren't going to care about your family. Who aren't, no matter what, what walk of life, what age you are watching this, there are going to be people that you, if you're like me, are going to have a hard time ever understanding that there's no accident. There is no like revelation coming. There is none of that. They don't care about you. They don't care about themselves. Because when it comes down to it, people who hurt each other and burn out other people's candles to light their own, they don't care about themselves. At the end of the day, that's what it is. But I, I still am such a believer in people that to me, it's like I can't get into my head the end of the waiting. Now, you know, it depends on different times in your life. You know, for me, it used to be waiting for some kind of, you know, reconciliation, you know, in, in things in my life with different people in different areas. And, you know, that went away a long time ago. But then it was like reconciliation with myself that like, no, I didn't get these people wrong. They're not, they're not, I was right. They're, they're, they're great people. They're, they're who I thought. And that's not coming. They, they're not who I, they're not. I was wrong. And you're going to get it wrong. And you're going to get it wrong. And you're going to get it wrong. I feel like Oprah, but you're all going to get it wrong. And when you're loyal to yourself is when you stop waiting. When you're loyal to yourself is when you start looking in the mirror and saying, what am I going to do today? Not what are they going to do for me today? How is someone else going to fix me today? How is somebody else going to save me today? How is somebody else going to, you know, make me feel better or heal me today? Because the strength comes from the faith, and that's where the healing comes. That's where the healing comes. But, you know, every and, and please understand, I'm not knocking religion of any kind. But what, when I talk about, you know, faith, it's not just, you know, in God. It's, it's, it's faith in yourself. It's faith in who you are. Part of the journey for all of us is to find who we are. And... Not everyone, when they don't like what they see, is going to fix it. Some people are going to mask it, and they're going to hide it. Halloween is a day where everybody wears masks for a day. There are some people who wear it for the other 364. Halloween, they just fit in. There are going to be people like that you meet in life that if you're like me, you're never going to understand how that's possible. I live life where if I say something to somebody that even in like a like a – God, think about like the the most minuscule thing you could ever think of, right? Like in a store, like um, if I'm in a, if I'm in a, a rush and I'm with my kids, and you know we're at Target, and I'm just coming up with something you know off the cuff, right? 
And the person at the counter is, you know, not the fastest, right? If I sit there and I'm like, and I, I hear myself sigh out loud because I know I'm like, okay, I got to get these kids in the car and they're hungry and all that stuff. I then feel bad, literally, like legitimately no bullshit. Like literally, I feel bad walking out of the store. The part of me wants to turn around and like apologize to them. It's just how I'm built. It's how I am. And, and even in that, I, I always feel what's the impact on other people. Like, you know, I've always talked about for years on the show, like when I was doing on XM, like I couldn't stand when you would hold the door open for people and like you people without manners, right? And yeah, I think about the impact in a day, the impact in somebody you meet at a store on a line, you know, you're, you're talking to it at a, at a gas station, you're whatever, like in that moment, like the impacts that we have on other people that we cross paths with, I'm in those moments thinking, how am I impacting their day? You're going to meet people in your life, as have I, who literally you've given everything in the world to, and they literally still won't care, even at that level, how things they, they do impact you or your children or your family every single day and go through all the thoughts of how's that impacting their you know psyche? How's that impacting them financially? How's that impacting them here? What happens with that? Then when that happens, what happens with that? I go through all that every day because that's what empathy is, unfortunately, and fortunately, a little bit of both, being honest. But there are people who just don't care. You could be waiting forever. You're not getting apologies or reconciliations because they're going to hide the rest of their life what really has existed in real life? Because the only thing that matters to them is their own story that they need to tell themselves. The story they need to tell their, their circle, their people, their families, their parents, their kids, whoever it might be. So they can't see the truth. That's one thing for me that I think is, is part of the growth that I think everybody needs to go through that I've gone through is. I've understood where I've made mistakes in my life. I just wish other people had. But that waiting game ends when you start realizing that then they're taking from you. They're taking from you what you want to do in your life. They're taking from you who you could be in your life. You know, life to me now is not about how many clicks I get. Life to me now is not about how many views I have. Life to me now is not about whether or not I stay in this industry. I've said this before on the show, and I'm always very honest because you know, part of the, I'm I'm hosting a show called Unfiltered. This is how I'm going to be, right? And look, people never, everybody got a, got a problem with everything. You'd be amazed at some of the shit that, like, you know, I've in the past put out there that's like positive, and I'll like get a note and be like, uh, "Hey, I mean, you, you literally, you'd be amazed." I swear. Right. Because like anybody knows, like I'm a, I'm, my whole wall is motivational. I'm about to and get into something here that I carry on this desk every day and show you what's been sitting next to me through through every episode you've watched. And it's like I feel like it's a baseball card in mint condition. It's never touched. It's still straight and flattened out because it sits on this desk every day. Sat in this desk in an Airbnb I was staying at when I and it sat at a desk in a house. And now the house I'm at now, it'd be everywhere else. Because to me, I'm about positivity. But it's hard when people keep knocking out light bulbs to keep the light on. It's hard. But one thing that you got to do is be loyal to yourself. You know, something happened across, you know, my desk, if you will, like about, a, I don't know, a few days ago. 
And, you know, I'm always very honest about, you know, internally things that you go through as a human because people just aren't honest. And one of the things that I've realized, and I know this, I mean, shoot, I, I listen to whether it's Mike and the Mad Dog or Steve Summers. I had all these, you know, if you're from New York, you know these names. Jody Mack, who I, you know, now I've been friends with for, you know, a decade and a half. But it's like, I listen to all these different people, like when I was younger, like trying to get into this industry. And those, those people resonate. It was like I knew them. If they would have talked to me like this, I would have been like drooling learning. I'm not trying to do that. But the point being that, like, I know what it's like when you feel like you resonate with somebody because you're, you're kind of they're with you in a car every day when you're driving. They're with, you know, I, I don't care. Four people. Not about the numbers for me anymore. I got four people are like, well, shoot, man. Like, thank you, because here's the shit I'm going through. I, I learned from you. We got to empower each other. What the hell do I know? I'm still learning. But that's the journey. The journey is about not being perfect. The journey is about being better. But the journey begins when the waiting ends. The waiting for somebody else to validate that you're okay. You've got to validate it yourself. And sometimes that's hard because when you go through, you know, points in your life where you're betrayed and I went through it at a horrific level, I would, would never wish on anyone. You're literally your whole life becomes just waiting for the day where you hear you're so, that they're sorry. You're never going to hear it. They may be, you'll never know it. You'll never hear it because some people cannot accept their own place in, you know, I feel like, you know, Doc Brown and, you know, Marty McFly, but the space-time continuum, right? Like where, where things are. Accepting my place and where I am. I love my kids. I try and be the best dad I can be. I'm pretty damn good at what I do for a living. I don't know how much longer I'll get to do it. I used to be in sales many years ago. I may be in sales many days from now. Don't know. But I'm on this journey, and we're going to be on it together. That's the unfiltered revolution. That's what this is. It's a journey. But it's not the end. And it's not about waiting to take the next step. It's about taking them. And I'm doing that every damn day. And I'm proud of that. One thing I keep on my desk uh, for the first 123 episodes, now I end up crinkling it. But I, I wanted to read. This is a cool. You could buy this online. I've got all these motivational plaques, which you can't see, which are on the non-sports side of this wall. Say success and hustle, grind, execution, um, work, focus, persist, practice, fail, succeed. I'm just reading some of them. I've also got some Islander stuff off to the side you can't see, which you'll have for my hockey backgrounds. But there's this this thing you could find online anywhere, and I, I got two of them. Many months ago, and I put one up in my son's room, and I have one down here on my desk every day. And it's 10 things that require zero talent. Being on time, making an effort, being high energy, having a positive attitude, being passionate, using good body language, being coachable, doing a little extra, being prepared, and having a strong work ethic. That's what you can control. You go to any one of these books, right, where they, you know, and I've, I've talked about this, you know, reading books about insecurity and low self-esteem and, you know, anxiety and all sorts of stuff, right? Which is like, by the way, welcome to the world where, like, somebody, somebody's like, uh, 
oh my God, he's reading books about low self-esteem. Like, really? Like, so are you. Like, I'm just not afraid to admit it. Why? Because, you know, I when I get done with this, I'm going to have a great rest of the day, go to my son's concert this morning, tonight at his school, and be a proud dad and continue to try and work on my craft that I love to do and, and put out shows and see if I can do this again. And if I can't rebuild this, you know, deviate because it's about my kids. It's not about my ego anymore. Hasn't been since I had them. And of course, as men, we say, I didn't have them, but you know what I mean, since I was a father. But I can control these every day. It's the only things I can control. I can't control how other people feel. I can't control whether or not they, you know, realize if, if you know, I've got a you know, good heart and they mistreated somebody they care about, whether or not they care at all, you know, whether or not 200 people want to watch me instead of 20 million, whether or not any of those things are fair. The only things I can control are this. Being on time, making an effort, being high energy, having a positive attitude, being passionate, body language, coachable, extra, prepared, work ethic. You stay with those and your journey is going to go where you need it to go. Yeah, I mentioned this the other day in a, you know, a few pods ago, and, and you know, I don't want to delve too deep into this, but dealing with you know, an illness in my family, and it's effed up, man. It's messed up. You know, people don't realize just how quickly things turn. And I'm trying to take every day, as I hope all of you are, in this journey we got, this life, and make the most of it. I love to laugh. I love to enjoy myself. I love the interaction that we have through sports and what it, may, what it means for all of us. Love the fact that the Islanders are winning games. Nine and five, hello. Comeback wins. Sorry, Rangers. Twice. I'm enjoying myself. But that's because I stopped waiting to let everybody else validate my enjoyment. That's the part of the journey I hope we all go on together. Next time I see you, episode 124 will be Monday. Taking a few days, finish off the... Uh, Shake off the season. Carlos Pena will be with me Monday. We'll have free agent breakdowns all week next week of all the different positions. Best uh, opportunities uh, in terms of, you know, who the free agents are. Matchmaking. I'll have some beat writers from different spots. Eventually, I'll be hitting all 30 across the board between now and winter meetings. I've got a basketball show coming daily, which I'll tell you about. i got hockey stuff coming up as well. Let's continue this journey together. It is unfiltered. Live unfiltered. Be unfiltered. And be kind. It is not hard to be kind. Unfiltered is always presented by our friends at Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.